I'm not really much of a traveler. I mean, I, I kind of would like the idea of it and uh, wish I had more time and money to, to do that. I mean, I haven't really left the country other than my honeymoon, which was awesome. We went on a cruise uh, on the west coast of Mexico. Other than that, I left the country, well, I don't count Canada because I live in Michigan. That's basically like another big state. I haven't really left the country other than Mexico, and there was one time I went to Jamaica. But when I went to Jamaica, I actually never even saw the beach. I went there with youth ministry as a leader on a missions trip. We went to a small town in, uh, in Jamaica called Catadupa. And until you've gone really outside of the country, it is difficult to get a good understanding of really how good we have it here. Even if you're broke here, or you feel like you're broke, you're in a lot better position than a lot of people on the planet. This wasn't even extreme poverty or anything. We just went there and most people didn't have electricity, nobody had running water, and it was just their way of life. What we did there as a group was dig out huge holes and build outhouses for basically the community because they actually had nowhere to use the restroom, if you think about it, but it was the whole village, I mean, nobody had restrooms. If you had to go, you just go in the bushes. I mean, that was what you did. We were humbled to be able to go down there and be able to help with something that just, we really take for granted here in the U.S. Like, you got to use the restroom. It doesn't matter how broke you are, there's usually a restroom in, within the area that you can just go and use with running water. You can wash your hand, the whole bit. That's something that not everybody has. I'm reading through the last chapter of James now, and what stands out to me here at the beginning of chapter five, starting in verse one through verse six, is he's talking about rich oppressors. Let me read it. Now listen, you rich people, weep and wail because of the misery that is coming upon you. Your wealth has rotted and moths have eaten your clothes. Your gold and silver are corroded, their corrosion will testify against you and eat your flesh like fire. You have hoarded wealth in the last days. Look, the wages you failed to pay, the workmen who mowed your fields are crying out against you. This, the cries of the harvesters have reached the ears of the Lord Almighty. You have lived on earth in luxury and in self-indulgence. You have fattened yourselves in the day of slaughter. You have condemned and murdered innocent men who were not opposing you. There's several spots through scripture where it's talking about rich people in a bad light, and I'm like, man, glad that's not me. <laughs> I'm not rich. Yeah, those rich people, those they're awful. And then you read the statistics. If you make more than like $2 a day, you're in the top 10% of the richest people on the planet. If you have a job at all, even if you're on social security, or disability in the US, you are in the top 10% of the richest people on the planet. Why is it we assume when we read passages like this that they're not talking about us? You make more than $2 a day, you're rich. You're rich to most people on the planet. You have running water, you have a place to stay. If you ate food today or even the last couple days, you're rich. You have something to wear, you're rich. Financially, you're rich. But the reason why James is so hard on these guys is not because that they're rich. He's warning them because they're in a position to help people and they don't. People who are working for them, people that they know, they need help, and they don't. If you're listening to this podcast, there is a high likelihood that you are rich. And even if you're not, we're called to love others. Love the Lord our God with all our heart, all our soul, and all our mind. Love our neighbors as ourselves. When you love somebody, you're going to recognize their needs. And if you're in a position to help, you help. As I read through these first few verses in James chapter 5, I'm reflecting on my own life. I just pray that I am more open 
and keen and aware of the needs of those around me, that I'm able to help and uplift those who are in need of it. When I see it, that I would be aware of it because it's hard to love others when we're focused on ourselves. May we live a life, whether we're rich or not, that is cognizant of those around us and that we are open to lifting up and helping out in any way that we can. For what it's worth, those are my thoughts on the first six verses in James chapter 5. Hopefully it's inspiring to you. Hopefully it impacts you. And as always, my goal is that we all start making God a priority again in our life. Because as we do that, He will change us from the inside out. Our actions will reflect that of what we read here in Scripture. It'll become more natural to us to be aware of those around us, how we can help, how we can provide to those who are in need. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.